This episode is brought to you uninterrupted by RenegadePopCulture.com. Need an escape? So do we. Time to chit chat about this and that. Oh yes, no stress, we keep coming back. JPC and all his friends from far and near. Maybe make you cry, maybe bring you some cheer. So many people with so much to say, from pop culture to travel, weird news to Q&A. No topic is too small here on our show, Paul and All. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Paul and All. As always, I am your host, Paul Casey, and I am excited to have uh, my guest on today and really excited to talk about what we're talking about. But before we talk about it, let's reintroduce the guest. Uh, Go ahead and reintroduce yourself, sir. Hey, everybody. This is Jimmy. Um, I'm back for another Paul and All. You may have heard of me before from recurring episodes such as Buffyverse and Converse, as well as various other recordings I've done on clock shelves. Are you doing this whole Jim, Jimmy thing now? Is this the thing? I I, kind of dabble between names. I've known you for, uh, I'd say, yeah, five years minimum. And I've never known you to be Jim or Jimmy. Uh, As of this recording, um, we've done season one of Buffy verse and converse uh, going to be again, as of this recording going to be released soon. You can find them all up on content club right now, but uh, in a recent recording that we did, you say, hello everybody. It's Jim or, you know, what have you. And I was taken aback. And so now I feel like uh, Paul and all is the place to sort of get to the, get to the bottom of this, this Jim, Jimmy uh, thing, because again, I've known you for five years or so, maybe, maybe a little, I feel like a little longer than that, maybe even. And I, I, I've never once known you to, because even to the point where, so for many people in the know are aware of this, your first name is my first name. I don't go by my first name except now at work. And that's been the case for the last few years, the last few places that I've worked. And I once had a very good friend of mine. I was writing something. I was writing like a short story and I named a character James and I sent it to a friend of mine to read. And he said, your character shouldn't be James. He should be Jim or Jimmy or something like that. He goes, no, no, like no one goes by full James. And I'm like, one of my best friends does. And when I'm at work, you know, I do. And he was like, I have never heard of that. And you were always my example of that. But now apparently you're you're switching it up and you are going by Jim or Jimmy, apparently. It's freaking me out, man. I dabble. I'll go James. Like Jim is for fun. Um, My social medias are like Jamerson. Yes. Well, that one I know. I just kind of like to like a little like ways back when, when I was like in first grade, honestly, the reason why it's like why I hate like other names that's associated with mine, because my first grade teacher, she knew my mother and she knew about me before I even got in her class. And she would always call me Jimmy, Jamie, Jimbo, 
like it was just everything but like just James unless I got in trouble of course so like it really got like annoying just hearing like everything but my name and I'm just like just call me James like I'm James like I would even throw in like a curveball to some people like I'm Samaj and they're like what is that I'm like it's my name backwards like yep I've done that and they're one like too. <laughs> oh that's so cool you know what your name is backwards I'm like I, I just get so tired of, oh so Jim like no I'm James like and like because of my various middle names, I would either go by like JT uh, or Jay Z. Um, so like now, as I'm getting like older, as I'm approaching my thirties, I'm like, I guess I could be called Jimmy now. It makes me feel like youthful. Well, that was I. I've always been Paul, and I don't. I think we've talked about it on the podcast before. Uh, I've been Paul since birth. That was always the intended name. My father picked out the name. I am named after James Paul McCartney, the Beatle, who he went by his middle name because his father was James or Jim or what have you. So that was their way to differentiate them. Now, that's not the case with me and my father, but my father being the big Beatles fan that he is, you know, he couldn't. My mom wouldn't let him get away with Ringo because he tried that one. But uh... <laughs> I can only imagine like if like I I knew you as Ringo, like that would be funny to me. <laughs> um, He tried. Apparently the 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 word that I've always heard is that he tried uh, Ringo. Justin, which is a pun, which totally would fit me, Justin Casey. And at one point, <laughs> at one point, he tried brief as well. Because then I would have been brief, Casey. Um, I feel like with a name like that, I would have to have become a lawyer. Um, brief, Casey, that would that that would definitely like be a lawyer's name. Right. Yeah. Um, and so obviously, you know, they landed on on James Paul and uh, apparently for the first day or so, I guess my apparently my mother didn't 100% know that. So I guess she was calling me like James or Jim or what have you, because that is actually my that's her father's name. It was a joke. Uh, I, I have five across my mother's side and my father's side. There are five were sorry past tense because some of them have since passed there were five jameses and two pauls and my father made a, a thing basically once i was born to say to those that we were in contact with and whatnot don't get a big head because he's not named after any of you <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i was paul and you know they taught me very young you know when you get to school, you know, they're going to there. This is your name, but you, you know, you go by this and, you know, first day of school was always an interesting one because, you know, they ask like, oh, you know, what do you go like for, you know, for example, oh, you're James. Do you go by Jim? Do you go by Jimmy? Whatever. And I would look and I'd go, Paul. And I had a teacher once tell me, well, that wasn't one of the options, but OK. And I'm like, it's not up to you, you know, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> um, and then one time when I was in, I want to say it was like fourth or fifth grade. I tried it for maybe like two, three days 
And I was like, nah, it's, it's, it's just not me. You know, like, it's just not me. And then um, a few years ago, when I left the supermarket that we both worked at, where we became friends, um, and I, I basically, I wanted to have a, a separation of church and state, I always refer to it as. And so I decided for work, because so um, Tommy, the guy I often refer to as my third parent, um, my mom's best friend has been since before I was born. He, Tommy is his, well, Thomas, but Tommy is his middle name. And when he was at work, he would go by his first name. Um, I don't remember why, but eventually he said it became a lot easier because then when he was out, he would know it, how someone knew him by what name they called him. You know, if they called him by his first, his legal first name, they knew him through work somehow. Whereas if they called him Tommy, they knew him, you know, like on a personal level. That's kind of like, which I saw, which is very like interesting. Um, Will Smith, uh, he, in different decades, he signs his name differently. I saw so that. Whenever, whenever he sees like an autograph, he knows like what like general like decade that like autograph would have came from, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I think he said like 88 to like 96 or whatever. He signed things as like Prince, like Fresh, Fresh Prince, Prince or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And then it was, it was like, I think just will, yeah, nineties like, like mid like mid to like like mid two thousands like two thousand tens and then from two thousand tens like two thousand twenty I think he did like Will Smith yeah and then he was like twenty twenty is coming up so I don't know what that's gonna be like and I'm like that's pretty dope like I wish I was that well a I wish I was famous to like people in the autograph but b I wish like like that's really interesting to see like he had like that like kind of like planned out of his life which is really nice yeah. And that's, I mean, and it's funny because it, it's gotten a little confusing. I have people that are in my personal life now from, you know, jobs that I've had over the last few years that still call me James. And I'm like, it's, that's just weird to me, but um, <laughs> I don't think I can call you James. Like, I think if well, I did, it would just be so weird. Well, that's the thing is like, you've come up to me at like at jobs that I've had and you're like, Hey, what's up, Paul? And I'm like, and people like my coworkers have like looked cause they're like, who's like, what, 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 you know? And like, even, even the job that I currently have recently now, they, most of them know that, but it's, it's not like ingrained in them, even though I might be, you know, I, you know, we might have like, we, we might be in touch like on Instagram or what have you. They're just not used to it. And my mother came in my work recently. And so she was like, she basically not got confused, but she was just like, screw it. I'm just going to call you Paul because that's what I've always called you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and one of my coworkers was like, I am so not used to that. And I'm like, she's not used to anyone calling me James. So, you know, it it works out. <laughs> it, 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 it sticks. <laughs> right. So that's why you like you're, you know, suddenly you're like Jim or Jimmy on these on these podcasts. And I'm just like, dude, this is this is you've always been. James, you know, like if, <laughs> if you if you introduce yourself as like, 
you know, if I was like, oh, welcome back, you know, and you're like, hi, this is Jamerson. Like, I give you a pass on that one because like that is what your social media is. You know what I mean? And I've and and I know once or twice when there are people that you have not recorded with, like, you know, that like when you like when you started being on like Buffy, right, like you hadn't you hadn't really recorded with uh like our friends Bill or Kiona or anything like that. So like. If they said something where they were like, and I think Bill did the one time where he was like, hey, Jamerson, you know, whatever, because that's who you are, like on social media. You know what I mean? Like you get a pass on that one. But for you to suddenly <laughs> be like, I'm switching it up and I'm Jim now. I'm like, hold up. We need to have a conversation. <laughs> oh, just wait until the next podcast. I got a real curveball with the way. Oh, great. Great, great. Because instead of the nickname that like only a handful of people actually like call me and I'm surprised you you might have cracked the joke before, but I'm not gonna say it because I don't want to like drop any hints. But it's a nickname that like some people call me, and I kind of like I just accept. I used to hate it when I was younger, but like I've just accepted it now. All right, well now I'm now I'm curious. But before we obviously get to the next podcast where you uh, give out this this weird name that I'm uh, very interested in hearing. We have been wanting to do this particular topic for quite a while now. This is going to be a, a a slight change in format for us because you and I, we have been, we've done a great many uh, conversations together. We've done several Paul and Alls. We've done, you've done uh, season, most of season one of Buffyverse and Converse. Um, off mic, we have talked about wrestling Um on mic, we've talked about where you got me to watch some shows and I've gotten you to watch some shows. And we kind of talk about where like, hey, this is like the first episode or whatever. One of the things that has been consistent that we've actually said many times over the years, if we could ever find and I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you feel this way. If we could ever find the time to sit down and have a steady schedule I feel like you and I would a hundred percent want to do a "How I Met Your Mother" rewatch podcast because I, that honestly, is. Go ahead. I was going to say like "How I Met Your Mother" to me is how Star Wars is to Ted, and I can literally like I can with my eyes closed tell you like which episode is which by like because I watch it and I go to sleep to it. It's like it's like my bread and butter. It's my go to serotonin when I need like to feel something. Yeah. It's it is in my top five favorite shows of all time. Um, It's it's right there. It's it is a show that I got into a little late, but I went back and watched from the beat like I very similar to Lost. You know, I, I caught on a little towards the end. But before I really got into it, into it, I went back and I said, OK, I'm going to watch all the way up to where I'm at now. Now, you and I have also said for anyone out there. We're not fans of the last, you know, five, 10 minutes or so. However, I'm a big believer, and I think you are too, of it's not always the destination, but it is the journey. And I've said, and I can, if we were to walk in right now, I could show you the exact spot where I had the realization. And I remember, I remember, I, I can't remember like what day it was, but I know it was before episode I want to say like 200 if I if my if I if I remember which episode is which correctly it was before episode 200 of how I met your mother I remember the exact spot I was standing in where I had the realization and I said 
for about for 200 episodes, 199, whatever. But let's just say 200 episodes. I have loved this show. I knew it was coming to an end. I knew there was a possibility that I might not like the ending. However, I was not going to let the ending ruin the fact that I loved the show as much as I do. And I can again, if we walked it, it was it was at the supermarket. It was in the back room. But if you and I walked in there right now, I could show you the exact spot I was standing in when I had that realization. And because I do, I'm a big believer in it's not always. And I think that's part of what the show was about itself. And that's one of the things, one of the reasons I love, you know, like lost things like that. It's not always about the destination. It is about the journey. Cause I, I truly feel that that's what life is. It is not the, cause you know, the, the, where we all end up is dead. You know what I mean? Like that's Way to get morbid. <laughs> that's, but that's what it is. It's about the journey that you take to get to, Wherever you end up, whether that's, you know, happily ever after or not, it's about the journey. You have some you have some highs, you have some lows and, you know, that's what it is. And which, by the way, that if when when Clock Shelves expands, that's the the name of uh, your uh, reality series, by the way, where I set cameras up in your house to, to monitor you and your family and whatnot, highs and lows. That's yeah, that's funny. Uh, thank you. Um, I've been planning that one for a long time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that's it. It is, and and as much as I as much as I dislike the last, you know, a, a good portion season. of the last season, I'll I'll trim it down to the last five ten minutes of the show. But I love the show. So when the concept of how I met your father came around now years back, of course, when the show, when how I met your mother was on, there was talk that once that ended, they were going to do how I met your dad. And then they actually did that over on content club. We, you and I, I got, I found it. Maybe not, maybe, maybe not, um, you know, legal purposes and whatnot. But um, we definitely talked about the failed pilot. That was how I met your dad. And uh, pretty much in preparation for how I met your father uh, debuting because it kind of went back and forth and back and forth for several years just due to various issues and, and things like that. Would people want to see it after how I met your mother left a little bit of a sour taste in people's mouths and, you know, things like that. And then how I met your father. Um, you know, I was I you probably remember you and I we were like super hyped to watch it. And then for whatever reason. Uh, you watched it and I just didn't. And it got to the point where I said, you know what? I'll wait until, you know, cause I think they did the first two episodes. And then I said, maybe I'll wait till like, there's like three or four and do what you and I talk about, you know, a lot, which is binge the show and you know, whatever. And then it got to the point where I just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And I slightly built it up in my head a little bit. And I thought to myself, you know what, if I'm going to do this, 
I'm going to do it and and watch it and enjoy it. But I'm also going to try to get a little bit of content out of it because, you know, uh, in sales, they say ABC always be closing, you know, get that sale. For me, it's ABC always be contenting, you know, figure out a way to make whatever you're doing, whatever you're watching, what have you into content of some sort that, you know, I could talk about it on the podcast or or what have you. And I, I try to do that for most things, you know, so that I can enjoy it, but also figure out how to turn it into content of some sort. So for the last few weeks, we've been saying that we're going to do this. Unfortunately, schedules didn't always sync up, but tonight we had the time. We, You have seen the entire first season. I have not. I do know some spoilers, however, because I am a creature of the internet and some things are unavoidable. So I do know some spoilers, but you know me, I try to be very, very spoiler free. And I, I know you are not that way, but I try to be very spoiler free. But unfortunately, I do know a few things, but I have now watched episode one. And this is where the dynamic switches, because normally when you and I are talking about something I have seen, especially lately with, you know, the fact that we did like season one of Buffy. Normally, I have seen it. You have not. But now the tables are turned as Michael Scott would say, how the turntables, and then he stops because he realized he got the phrase wrong. Uh, but y- you and I have have uh, have the tables turned now. You've seen the whole season. I have only seen one episode. You, of course, rewatched uh, the episode for this for this thing. But I'm thinking every so often uh, on these Paul and alls, we might, you know, take some time out and do pretty much episode by episode season one. And uh, see, you know, sort of go on this this journey of of how I met your father. All of that being said, whether you're thinking about it from the perspective of just the first episode, whether you're thinking about it of the perspective of the entire season that you have seen, being such a big fan of how I met your mother, what are your thoughts on how I met your father? Um. I mean, of course, they have like a very similar like build, um, in terms of like cast. Like, you know, there's like that couple uh, aspect that they have. Like in comparison, um, they have like someone who's kind of like a Barney, but not really. It's it's similar, and like like I said, like the same like main. What is it? One two. I guess the same like five man build, like the the five like horsemen I'm going to call them, but they're different in their own like characteristics, personalities. Like you can see some of the like correlation, but they're uniquely different. They didn't make like the exact same show with a woman, which I enjoy. Okay. I so just based off of the first episode, if it weren't. If it so this this already, I will say this already has a few things in its favor for me. Those things in no particular order are two hot women in no particular order. The fact that it has a connection to how I met your mother, not just in uh, like the style of story, but some of the production staff, the director of the first episode directed, I think, like. 98% of of how i met your mother pamela fryman 
Um, obviously, there's a, a twist at the end where we find that there is an in-universe connection, uh, if, you know, within the first episode. Mm-hmm. Since I was a since I was a kid, since I was a a tween into teenager, I have had a I was a I mean, if if you if you are of my age range. And you did not have a crush on Hillary Duff. I would be very surprised. Nah, I remember like crushing on her like uber hard and like rewatching the Lizzie McGuire movie like crazy because like right? she was like suit like back then. I'm like, yo, Lizzie McGuire is like so like so hot. Like, right. And she's yeah. not like my type at all. I mean, now she's completely is because like she's grown into a voluptuous, voluptuous woman. But back then i was like she's not like what i would go for but like i'm like yo she's killing she's like she's a disney star who didn't like go off like the handles like she kept her composure stayed out of the spotlight and like she now she's doing this show i'm like yo go hillary duff i know right and that's the thing is like that's always been the thing with her is like unlike most disney and nickelodeon stars like she did not go off the rails and that's really that's actually really sad about how child stars like what happens to them because it wasn't oh, yeah. just, it wasn't, I mean, we could probably do a whole discussion on that. Cause even, uh, even like a Drew Barrymore, you know, she was a child, a child actor, you know, she's in a ET and she's from a, a very famous Hollywood family and things like that. And then as she got older, you know, she quote unquote went off the rails, you know, there was the whole thing with the Britney Spears and the conservatorship because she had, you know, some, some issues and things and whatnot, but that's that's unfortunately that's always been a thing for most child stars and mm-hmm. she Hillary Duff is a fantastic example of how not all ha- you know have to end up that way and yeah from from you know Lizzie McGuire like uh she was in uh cheaper by the dozen um she's been in several things over the years where I she's also just, an Ari's favorite Cinderella movie yeah, um, the one with, with the Chad Michael Murray, right? With the the one know. that plays with the woman, the, her stepmom is Stifler's mom. Yep. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah, it's they're just you know she has always been like. Okay, I'm gonna date myself by saying this. She has always been the bomb. dot com. Like. <laughs> Well, you know me, I'm from the late 1900s. Uh, go check right, out Buffy verse and converse. If you want to uh, get a little bit more of that reference. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she like, it's like always, 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 always had a special place in my heart for any and all things. Hillary Duff. Um, Chris Lowell who plays uh, basically the guy, I can't remember the character's name, but he's basically the one in this first one that drives them around everywhere. Okay. Um, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, He was in, so you watched, correct me if I'm wrong, you watched Grey's Anatomy. Did you watch the Private Practice spinoff or no? I did no such thing. Okay. So when a certain character, certain redhead character, early in the seasons leaves, you know, if you've watched it, you know, you know where there are crossover episodes. Cause you know, she comes back and characters from that show come over and whatnot. Um, yeah. He was, he was on, he was on there. He was on private practice and I thought he was really good on there. Um, so, you know, he, he reminds me of like a diet Zach Efron. 
okay. I mean, I, I, I Zac Efron does, I think does more broad comedy. Like when Zac Efron gets like, uh, like dramatic, I, I could agree. Zac Efron on Scrubs, no. Zac Efron in like Garden State, yeah, I could see that. Which if like, you've never seen Garden State, by the way, great film. Never um, seen it. Great film. It's about New Jersey. Um, hence the name Garden State. Um, but uh uh and then the the girl that plays her roommate. Francia Reisa. Uh, She's so hot. When I when I was younger, um, so when I was a kid, we had cable. When my parents were together. Then my parents split. It was me and my mom living in uh, low income housing. We did not have cable. And then as I got into high school, we got cable again. So. You know, in my household, what was like the one main thing that we watched consistently wrestling. Um, And then we, you know, me and my dad used to watch like all the law and orders all day, you know, because USA Network and and TNT and whatever is just all law and order all day. Once in a while, you know, we might switch it over to like an ABC family or something like that. And there was a show on ABC family that I'm sure you are. If you even if you didn't watch it, I'm sure you have at least heard of it, The Secret Life of the American Teenager. Never heard of it. You've never heard of it, really. That's very interesting mm-hmm. to me because that was like your, like I feel like your age rate, like because you you're a few years younger than me. I feel like they would have been watching it. It was created by the same woman that created Seventh Heaven. If you've heard of that show way back in the day on the WB, and um. Yeah, it was like basically the concept was it was this girl. It was uh, Shailene Woodley who was in like the the Divergent movie and whatever, like whatever that film series was. Uh Um, She is like theoretically like the good girl and whatever. And she ends up hooking up with like the bad boy and gets pregnant. And she has Pretty to figure cool. out how to like tell her parents and you know things like that. And then like there's another one who uh the the good Christian uh football player and his good Christian cheerleader girlfriend, and they're saving themselves for marriage, but it turns out, surprise, surprise, he's been hooking up with the quote unquote slutty Hispanic girl, Francia Reesa. And, you know, so she was like the edgy one on the show and, you know, things like it was a whole it was a teen drama show on ABC family, whatever she was on there. And I was like, great, like two thumbs up, 100 percent. So those As were I watch her in this show. I'm like, yo, she's hot. She like, you put it. her in Hillary Duff, like on like in one show, I'm like. I'm like, this, this can't be life. Like, I can't take this. Like the intensity, <laughs> like they're both like 10 out of 10 knockouts. I will say one thing that bothered. I don't disagree by the way. Um, and I love, I, I said a thing. I heard this, uh, there's one guy who does like the, these wrestling podcasts that I listen to, like him and his buddies have a, an ongoing joke where it's like, she could get it. And you know, guys say that all the time. Like as if I, as if it would be like a thing for her, like, Oh my goodness, I could get Paul. No, 
<laughs> you know, like, no, like, let's be serious. But um, I will say one thing I didn't like, and I don't want a spoiler if it if it changes. It's just I'm just say, stating something that I didn't like, which was that um, the the British guy. Mm-hmm. Not a fan, not a fan of him. There were certain things that he said where I was and like, I know British people. You've you've actually been on an episode of one of, of something with us where one of my British friends was on there. And, you know, like we, you know, the whole soccer versus football. And yeah, you know, if he's excuse me, if they're if they're talking with, you know, if there's like one or two and they're around like a group of us, they might say football and they might go, oh, sorry, soccer, you know, and whatever. Like they might say Subway, obviously, for the most part, they say the tube. You know what I mean? Like things, Mm -hmm. but like this guy, I don't know. He was just like over the top. Like he was, you know, back in the day. Yeah, that's right. Back in the day, like they would do like if they had like a like a like a gay character, you know, you couldn't just Mm -hmm. have a gay character who was just like, I'm like the. The woman that's on the the character, I don't know if she becomes a bigger part of the show, but like she's a lesbian and she just like so casually was just like, yeah, I was, you know, I'm a lesbian, you know, I'm getting divorced, whatever. They don't make it a big point where she's just like, like, it, again, back in the day, oh, a lesbian character. Oh, she'd have to be like wearing like army boots, have a buzz cut, you know, be a little like brutish mannish you know what i mean and like if you were if you were a gay guy you'd have to be like very flamboyant and like hello you know what i mean like things like that and 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 i know for a fact in in james's mind right now he's like wow paul did that too well Uh, (laughs) um but you know what i mean like (laughs) what was that i think i'm the question is some things. I was like, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but like that's but that's what they would do, right? Is like they would be a caricature of like all of the stereotypes of those things. And I feel like this guy was a massive stereotype of like every British person. Because you know, we here in America, we tend to think it's not necessarily true, but we tend to think like, oh especially when we're kids, right? Like, oh, British accent. Oh, they must, you know, the British, they're so much more intelligent than us because like they speak, you know, like more fanciful and, you know, things like that. So like the way that this guy is just like, oh my God, all the men were just pissing. And you know what I mean? Like all of these and like, and, oh, the, the subway, does it always smell like that? Like, I'm sorry. So, and my rebuttal to that is at first I was kind of like, thinking the same thing you thought like you know he's over the top but when you you also take a look at just anybody like even taking someone from like pennsylvania who's never been to new york city and you actually let them like everyone has an image in their head of new york city as like the place of wonders and like like, everyone has like such like high expectations especially people who like go to 42nd street which for those who aren't like savvy times square um when people go to Times Square and like they, it's just like lights, glitz, and glamour, but like they really don't know like how nitty gritty New York actually gets. So to me, his character was very like culture shock esque. Like he's probably heard from where he's from, like New York is this like amazing place. And when you get here, it's like dirty subways. People are just like peeing everywhere. Like I'm going to be honest, I got on a subway in New York one time and a guy stripped, peed on the subway, pulled his pants back up, and went to sleep. 
and like my I was with my cousins and they looked at me and it was like it's Tuesday. Like, Welcome to New York. It's so yeah. normal. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so normal to them. Like they're desensitized to it. But like me, like I'm like clutching my pearls, and I'm like, this man <laughs> just like peed on a subway. Like now I'm from the city of New Jersey, but even even in New Jersey they have some kind of class. Like he just went in the oh, street. All right. So what? So what that that sentence just translated into is New York. Even for New Jersey, you're a bunch of classless animals. <laughs> New York, you are garbage people in comparison to New Jersey, which, by the way, is the garbage of the United States. And <laughs> but no, like all jokes aside, though, like I kind of got his character because it's like you take like a very pompous English man and you put him in such like a a harsh environment as New York, and people don't view New York as a harsh environment. People view it as like glitz, glamour, like. This is where dreams are made of. Lizzie McGuire reference. But um, <laughs> it's like when when that's hey done. <laughs> awesome. When that's like done and like he's so like pompous, it's like I get it. Because even someone who's like I've been to New York a hundred times, I've back and forth. Even there's still some things that shock me. And like I'm to a degree in quotations used to some of it, you know? And I mean, I'm I'm you. I mean, and granted, you know, seeing movies and things like that, maybe I'm I'm desensitized. And to a certain extent, I do still think of like I'm like I don't want to say fifty fifty, but I definitely think you know New York can be you know like a place of glamour and wonders and things like that if you go about it the right way. And I don't just mean you know. Uh, just going to like the touristy spots. You know what I mean? I, I truly think, you know, people say, you know, there is that old adage of if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. And I do think that like there are some really good parts about it and there are some really bad parts about it. And, you know, I've been there a few times over my life and whatever. And um, I think maybe just because I'm from here, which is close, but not too close. You know, um, you know, and and obviously watching a lot of the TV and movies and things that I've watched, maybe I was desensitized to it early on where I was not to the point where like one of the first times that I can remember taking a subway, I was just like, OK, I definitely I know for a fact I don't want to touch anything down here. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm very I mean, now there are certain ones where I look and I'm like, OK, this definitely, you know, the city has definitely cleaned up a lot since, you know the times that you hear our parents and grandparents talk about coming to the city, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, my dad talks about the fact that in times square, and I'm not saying they aren't there now, but you know what I mean? You used to like be able to walk down times square and there was, you know, like all the hookers and everything else and the sex shops and things like that. And I want to say it was, I want to say it was Giuliani that kind of got a lot of that and like pushed it to like the outskirts of the of the main part of the city. I, I can't I, I don't know if it was Giuliani or not. But anyway, um, they should have let that. That's what made New York authentic. That's the hookers what, that's, on 42nd Street. Yeah, that's what that's what. Again, if you if you talk to my dad or a lot of, you know, like aunts and uncles and basically the generation like that could be. Even if they're even if they're not my parents age, they could be my parents. You know what I mean? Like some of our former bosses, things like that. If you talk to them, they all say that exact same thing. You know, that's the type of stuff that made New York authentic. You know what I mean? 
and whatever. You get a and I'm bacon, not, egg, I, and cheese, and a hooker all in one stop shop. <laughs> right. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with that. But like I said, to me, that character just seemed a little too, too much of a caricature of like how middle America thinks of. Th- I, I, I think it was more like okay. I'm obviously Pennsylvania is not East Coast, but arguably we are even though we're not coast like obviously new york new jersey things like that are the coast but i would argue that we're close enough at least especially in our section of pennsylvania that we're close enough to be considered east coast i'd say east coast so like east coast it's you know it's a whole thing especially when you talk like politics things like that they talk about the people who live on either coast and then there's the people who live in, you know, middle America, you know, a lot of a lot of they refer to it negatively as flyover country, you know what I mean? And things like that. And it just and and they often want to say that the people that live on the coasts are more cultured and, you know, things like that, whereas the people in middle America don't have as much, you know, they're they're just farm people and things like that. And it seemed to me, at least, that he was what they what the writers think a middle america person would think that an english person would be like if that makes sense it makes sense so that's just that i mean that was that was one of my my biggest gripes was that that character just seemed very unrealistic to me um he grows on you he grows he okay other than that, I didn't really have any like complaints about the show. I have to say, if it weren't for the fact that, again, those those few factors, the actors that I like, the several of them that I listed, um, and the fact that it has the How I Met Your Mother kind of ties, I, I don't know. Truly, I don't know if I was watching this just cold, like if there was none of those connections and things like that, and you and I were, you know, we were friends like we are or whatever. And you were just like, Hey man, watch this show. And I was like, okay, you know, I would do my thing. I'd give it one or two episodes, maybe three, you know, four, what have you. I, I, there wasn't much in the story that kept me sort of going. I liked the twist at the end where, you know, the, the whole thing, uh, one of the, the conversations, cause the, the main character, uh, what's her name? Sophie. Sophie. Right. Hillary Duff's character. She's very much the the Ted equivalent. You know, she believes in true love and the happily ever after and all of those things. And, you know, me, I'm all about that as well. Um, And she, you know, she has this idea and she has this this kind of dream scenario where the first time that she will ever walk across the Brooklyn Bridge, it will be with uh the man of her dreams or you know her her one true love or what have you and then uh you know um the i can't remember i once again i can't remember his name the the guy who has the bar or whatever is like yeah you know you're one of those people like your parents have been together forever whatever and she like kind of just plays it off and then you find out later like no uh you know her her parents aren't her mom has like a different guy whatever and i remember I think they commented on the fact that it is set in the year 2021 or 2022. And yep. I remember there was there was a rumor at one point before, I guess, before the, the first episode came out where people were speculating if this was going to be Barney's daughter. 
And I thought that would have been a really good twist. Um, that would have been a great twist. Right? Um, but, um, you know, we find out that's not, and she, she basically, it's because of the fact that her parents are the opposite, that she has this idea of true love and, you know, all of those things. And so I like that, you know, I get all of that. Um, but it was, it was. It was a little too bland for me. And I get it. It's the first episode. We talk about this on anything that you and I have ever talked about. We've talked about in terms of first episodes, we've talked about uh, several anime shows. We have talked about The Office. We have talked about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We have talked about Buffy. We have talked about now this. In all of them, the one thing that you and I both say to each other, whether I'm recommending something to you, you're recommending something to me or what have you, the one thing we all say is it's the first episode. You obviously have to give it more than that. And I completely, and I still think that would, again, not even having seen any more than the first one, I still think that is the case. You would, you have to give it more than just that first episode. I am a big believer in at least two, maybe even four episodes to let the show kind of get its footing just a little bit. But so again, I'm glad you brought this up because for me, this is my segue into getting you to watch more anime. Because you're right, the first episode doesn't always hold a candle to like what it can be. And what we've learned from Buffy is even the first season of certain shows doesn't even give you like what the show actually like holds near and dear. This is so, my segue to get you to rewatch The Office. <laughs> All right. On How I Met Your Father recap episode one, <laughs> calling out a deal. I'll rewatch The Office, or I will watch The Office if you watch the anime that I give you. We can we can have a conversation, not right now, but we can we can we can work out terms of that deal. I think. <laughs> um, All right, well th th that's for later. But um, in regards to the show, definitely give it more than one episode because oh, at of course first I'm going to give it. I'm 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 telling you right now, I'm a hundred percent going to give it the first season. And we already know that it has been picked up for a season two. Yep. So I have no doubt that it gets better. But I'm just saying, if it didn't have all of the factors that it had for me to already be into it. And again, by that, I mean the ties to How I Met Your Mother, uh, both in terms of production and the fact that, you know, we get to see the apartment at the end. Um, mm -hmm. but the fact that, you know, the the actors that I like. And, and, you know, um, what have you, like those, if it, if it weren't for those things, just as a show, like standalone as a show, I was not super impressed by the first episode. I'll be completely honest. The first episode is a little underwhelming. Um, honestly, by the end of it, because there are some other, uh, well, there is another childhood actor uh, or like, well, for me, more so childhood slash teen, you were probably like late teen, early young adult. If you watch the show, I'm not going to spoil. Oh, it, I think I know who you're talking about. Um, 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 don't say his name because people who are listening to this may not have seen it yet. So will you be giving out a spoiler? Right. No, but I know who you're talking about, brother. That's all. I'll OK, say. yep. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he like that person's also in it, and I feel like that also adds on to the like, wow, like these are my childhood actors all like together. Like I'm watching them as they're older, so it's a little bit like, um, it's a little bit shocking because like looking at like how I first viewed them to like now is interesting but like that made me like the show a lot more and i'll be i'll be honest if and it's always difficult to do right like even you know uh with regards to talking about buffy and and just based off of the things that i know when we talked about uh we did a previous episode of of paul and all where we talked uh again we did one where uh you and 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 our friend relique got me to watch uh anime and i i did one with you where i got you to watch uh was like the first episode or two of the office in brooklyn 99 and then again brooklyn we did... is amazing and i'm actually rewatching that show as we speak but keep going but um i don't disagree with it being amazing um but we also did buffy and things like that it is always difficult to look at something I don't want to say objectively, but it is kind of objectively as like a standalone. What I mean, what I'm I'm saying all of that to say, in my opinion, and I'm and I and I gave all the praise plus and, you know, there's more that I could give to how I met your mother. If you go back and watch the just the first episode of how I met your mother and that's it, just the first one. And if you can attempt to put out of your mind all of the stuff that you know that comes after it that's not really a great first episode either i vaguely remember the first episode i've uh, watched the show so many times but I always start season two yeah the first episode well i don't want to give that away you know in case people haven't seen it or whatnot but the 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 first episode of that um it it ends with a similar twist to this because in this we get um, so in that it's uh, Bob Saget, who this ep that uh, this episode was dedicated to his memory. I thought that was very lovely, um, but he is the voice of future Ted in that show. Um, and he is telling his kids the story of how he met their mother. And actually, the first episode is how it turns out. Spoiler alert for a show that's like what? Well, over 10 years old at this point. Mm -hmm. um, it's. The story of how he it was almost 20 years old, actually. It's the story of how he met their Aunt Robin, the very first basically. Episode. And uh, you know, the twist is the kids are like, wait, what? I thought this was how you met mom. And he's like, I told you it's a long story. We're getting there, you know, what have you. And that's fine because I know what happens later. But if you're just experiencing that as a one-off thing, it kind of is not that great as like a first episode, you know. Um, in this one, we get Kim Cattrall, who most people would know from Sex in the City. So yet again, another, uh, legend, even if it wasn't something that I watched, I don't know if you ever watched Sex in the City, but I don't think I've watched a single episode in my life, but I mean, even, even never watching it, you, you have to know, and you have to admit that show for a variety of reasons is very iconic. Um, I mean, I guess. I'm not saying for you, I'm not saying it's your demographic or anything, but just in terms of, you know, being on HBO, being a show all about women, it 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 furthered the career of Sarah Jessica Parker and, you know, things I I, I would and, you know, being, you know, because uh, she was 
it was four single women in New York and they didn't care about the, you know, it was the, it was the nineties and they didn't care about who, you know, we sleep with whoever we want. And, you know, it was very progressive for the time that it was and what have you. Again, maybe, maybe you, you aren't in agreement. I think not having, I've also never watched an ep- like a, an episode of the show. I've seen some clips here and there, things like that, but I've never watched an episode of the show, but I, I do, I do think it is probably one of the more iconic shows uh, from, you know, the nineties into the two thousands. Um, so obviously the fact that she, that they got Kim Cattrall, very cool well, thing. We would could... be interesting if they do. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm so sorry. Never mind. Go ahead. What would be interesting? If you remember the episode where uh, season two, and actually, no, yeah, like later season two, maybe early season three, when Marshall and Lee gets back together and Lily's having her um, bridal shower and Robin gets her like the gag gift. Yes. And how like Lily's mom references like sex in the city. It yes. would be very interesting if and somewhere in Harmony, your father, um, the actress like makes some sort of like a reference to that because that would correlate the two shows and be like her show, actually correlate three shows. How I Met Your Mother, Sex in the City, and then How I Met Your Father. Like she yeah. could like tie in all three and that would be really nice and great writing, in my opinion. Well, I'm sure and you'll you'll see this eventually, especially if you keep going with uh with Buffy. Um once you have finished Buffy and you inevitably start another rewatch of How I Met Your Mother, you are going to see so many more references than you've ever noticed before. So mm. it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if they do something like that where they reference sex in the city somehow. It also wouldn't surprise me if they reference Lizzie McGuire at some point, you know, and things like that. Um, but I think showing her and not showing the kid is interesting because like it gives you more of a buildup. Because well, yeah, because we find out in this episode that. One of the guys in the episode is the father of her future kid. And she has she met a white guy. Well, he's two white guys. The the why could I not think of his name? The the one who I talked about before, the one who, you know, has the bar and whatnot. Him. Zach Efron. Yep. Yep. Uh, Him. The British guy. Um, she met the guy, the, the, the black guy who's moving to Australia. We met the guy of, I don't know what descent he is. I want, I think he's Middle Eastern. I want to say Middle Eastern. Yes. Um, I think uh, I could be wrong. I forget his name, but I think him and his wife are both like Middle Eastern. Well, we get to, we, she meets him in this one. And I think that's everybody, but that's at least not to break everything down to this, but that's at least three different skin tones that she meets. So the fact that we don't see the kid, because if we saw the kid, right, and he was white, it would be like, okay, it was clearly one of those two guys. It was either the British guy or the diet Zac Efron guy. If it was, if the kid was, was, you know, darker skinned, you could say, okay, well, that's clearly the guy who is moving to Australia 
or you know if he if he's more darker but slightly lighter skinned well that could be the guy you know the 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 guy who's you know who got engaged and and whatever but i think it was interesting that for this they flipped it where we see the grown up version of the main character in, in whereas in how i met your mother we saw the kids and we only ever heard the grown up version but it looks like they're flipping it um for this i think it's dumb i do i i when we get to the end of how i met your mother it makes more sense right because we find out why because there was always this for some fans for how i met your mother there was always this question of why is he just randomly telling the kids this and we get the answer to that in the very last episode right we get like we 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 definitively get the answer as to why and so on in this it's just it's the year what is it 2050 in the future which that's about the same amount of distance that it was cuz uh it was 2030 i want to say on um on how i met your mother when uh when the future version takes place and um you know so it's 2050 you could talk to your you know the smart house is apparently a thing cuz nobody learned from that disney channel movie um <laughs> so she video chats i'm assuming the kid and she just randomly is like i've had enough wine that i want to tell you this story that was that was dumb in my opinion that was not as not as believable to me personally i mean to a degree like i mean of course you'll understand it more as like time progresses and like they're like they're this story's being told but it's like you kind of get it cuz like she seems like she's like an alone like older housewife and like her child is like the only thing she like has left as what it seems and not really like a spoiler but just like what i gathered from like the first episode um so i can get why like she would just like up and like randomly like call and like want to just tell her kid a story i mean for those of us who have like parents who are like are either separated or alone you kind of get those like random phone calls like random stories that they just want to like tell you at least my mom does that so that's why i kind of like understood it a little bit more my mom would just randomly call me just want to tell me like a random story from like 20 years ago when i was like two um and i mean that the math was completely off i'm just giving an example but she'll tell me like a story from 20 years ago that like I don't really I was going to say I know your actual age. That was not correct. <laughs> don't you're always making me feel older than I actually am. Don't don't gaslight me like this. <laughs> you are not that young, sir. You're not old, but you are not that young. You need to stop gaslighting me. <laughs> Can't help it. But um <laughs> like you know my mom will do that. So like I kind of like as I rewatched this episode, I was like that didn't make sense. Like when I first watched it, but as I rewatched, I'm like, that kind of does make sense. Cause like my mom does that. She'll call me like, Hey, I was just thinking about you. And I just wanted to like talk to you about like whatever nonsense is random. And I'm just like, Oh like, yeah, cool. But like, it's just like her way of like talking and I guess like bonding. Cause when people get older, they like tend to either, like lose friends or friends are like, you know, passed away and stuff like that. So they usually turn to their kids is how I grasped it. 
I mean, so I I kind of get that. I mean, I have situations where like, you know, if I'm if I'm talking to my mom on the phone or whatever and I just call to be like, yeah, so I uh, just wanted to let you know, you know, whatever. Or if she, you know, whatever, she wants to let me know something. And then suddenly, sometimes I'll do it where I'm like, oh, so the funniest thing happened today or whatever. Or she'll be like, so did I tell you blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, this was supposed to be just like a quick check-in phone call. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I didn't think this was going to be like, a t- like, I made food while we were talking. You know what I mean? Like, I now want to <laughs> eat my food. Like, <laughs> You know? That one happens far too often. Mom, oh, if, yeah. you're, if you're eventually listening to this, I love you. I really do. But sometimes I just want to eat my food, you know? And so, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happens is I'll be like, I'll be talking, whatever. And, you know, and then I'll make food. And especially if it's like hot food or like warm food and you just keep talking and talking. I'm just like, I want to go eat. But, you know, the story just keeps going on and on. And then there's another part. Oh, did I tell you this part? And, you know, what have you. And I'm the same way. You know me. I could go off on a story for like 20 minutes. That should actually only take like two minutes. So I get that. But it just seemed and again, maybe we'll find out more. I don't know. I've still literally only seen this one episode. Um, but it just seemed very contrived of like, so here we are, and I'm going to tell you this story, son, you know, or or whatever. Um, one of the other things I do have to say that I that I liked was they... Okay, it was obviously like... If you look at anything close enough in terms of television, you can say, oh, well, that's all contrived because it is. It's literally, you know, purposely written to be like that. I liked the fact that, you know, they switched the phones and and what have you. I like the fact that um, the the main the diet Zac Efron like he is the one who's like, oh, I'm very anti love and all of those things. He. If we're equating people, he very much reminds me of Robin, just, you know, kind of a man version of Robin from How I Met Your Mother, Um, you know, and I can't wait for you to, like, watch more of this to understand the characteristics of these people. It's going to blow your mind a little bit. I'm just again. And that's the thing. That's one of the things that I like. You know what I mean? Like now, you know how I feel. Like, <laughs> it's fun being on that side of the conversation, isn't it? Like, where you know yeah. things that I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I'm now waiting. I'm going to rewatch the entire series tonight just so I can, like, rebask in his glory of Hillary Duff and her best friend. Well, okay. So, before we, because uh, I don't know how much more we have to talk about this, I could probably say a few more things here and there. But um, do we think we want to make this a thing where, you know, maybe every. Well, depending on how they get released, but, you know, maybe uh, every so often we can uh, sort of check back in with season one of How I Met Your Father as sort of, you know, like an episode, like a, a, a sub subsection of episodes here of Paul and all. Yeah, um, and we can make it like a I mean, Sundays are my like free days. It's like Sunday evenings. If you want to like do a pop in and like we like go over the episodes as long as I have nothing like pre-planned or scheduled them down all right i don't see why we couldn't do that um i do i do like admit it's it seems like such a new york thing right 
And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is how some adult friendships are made. I, you know me, I was never like a go out sort of person. I've always been more of an inside person. Now, the funny thing is you and I, we have gone out, we have done things and whatnot. And once I'm out, like I'm out and I'm good. And and there's, there's only a small part of me for the most part that says, oh my goodness, I wish I was back home. If I'm home, I do not want to leave. But once I'm out, I'm like, all right, I'm out. Like, you got me out. Let's be out. Right. Uh huh. I, I'm adult, most adult friendships that I have were made through work or something like that. Like, you and I became friends through work. Our friend Zach became friends with him through work, what have you. To me, it takes time. And again, I think this might just be like a New York thing. I don't want to just say New York. It's probably like, you know, New York, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, Boston. You know what I mean? Like bigger cities sort of thing. Even, you know, some of the some of the cities down in Florida, maybe. But it is definitely not a northeastern Pennsylvania thing, in my opinion. Maybe it is. And I'm just not living that lifestyle. They meet like. Hillary Duff and her friend and British man are suddenly thrust into the lives of Diet Zac Efron, his friend, and the fiancé, and the sister, who's, you know, apparently in, and everyone forgets about her, because we really haven't talked about her that much. So, there we go. So, these two these two friend groups are thrust together, and I'm assuming they are now going to be one friend group. Not dissimilar to How I Met Your Mother, where the friend group... Yeah, and- I would agree that that's more of like a big city thing, especially a big city that has like a lot going on. Not dissimilar to how in the first episode, in the first few episodes of How I Met Your Mother, it becomes the friend group of Ted, Ro- Ted Barney, Marshall, Lily, and then Robin becomes part of that group, right? That's just how it is. So this, it is Hillary Duff's quote-unquote friend group, which is her, her roommate, and British man. And then Diet Zac Efron's group, which is him, his best friend, and the fiancé. They are now thrust together. The thing that I found that what to me is odd, but again, it seems very, like I said, like New York, Philadelphia, what have you, is after the first night that they're all hanging out, hanging out, going, you know, we, oh, we go to the same, you know, we, we've now come to your bar. Fine. We're now randomly walking the Brooklyn bridge. Fine. Hey, new people. We just met less than 12 hours ago. Come up to our apartment. That is not a Northeastern Pennsylvania thing. Unless you're getting laid. <laughs> it's definitely like, oh, uh, like if you're from the city, I feel like it's more of a, like a city thing because like the it's so, I guess, normal there to just meet random people, like hang out, like, and just like be so like it's, it, it's New York in itself. And as you know, cause you've been there is a 50, 50, you get the New Yorkers, the national New Yorkers who are born and bred there who like mean mug. They don't laugh. They don't smile. Like they can smell tourists and like newbies from a mile away. And like, they're very standoffish. And you should like either freshly new New Yorkers and or people who are, you know, not so jaded. They're the ones who are like in the series who like 
hey, let's go hang out at my apartment, like, and let's all be friends. Like, well, I the feel. Fun- go ahead. I was gonna say I feel like they're more of like the the not so cool and cool jaded, which I mean I get because like the writing and everything, but um, they're like the not so jaded New Yorkers. Well, the funny thing is, one time I was out drinking with uh, a family member of mine, and we were talking at the bar, and this guy who was like sitting, we were kind of sitting at the corner of the bar. So like I was on one side, he was on the other side, but next to him was some guy who just kind of randomly like joined our conversation. We were talking about, I don't, I don't remember. We were talking about an actress or whatever. And it's like, oh yeah, she's in this show. Cause it was kind of like, he was like, whatever happened to her. And you know me, if someone ever says whatever happened to such and such 98% of the time, I know what happened to such and such. Right. Like if if you want to know something about like where where has this person, this actor or actress that you haven't seen in a while has been, chances are I could tell you, oh, yeah, they're off being a parent. Oh, yeah, they did a few indie movies. Oh, yeah, they're on this show that you probably never heard of because it's on a channel you would never think to watch. Like, you know me, James, Jim, whatever you're calling yourself these days. I'm that guy to, to like know that in that random piece of information. Can I do basic math? Not even slightly. Not even slightly. I'm over here. I'm doing a TikTok series, right? Just a quick side note. I'm doing a t- I'm trying to do a TikTok series. The 90s were Paul that. Try to do a different 90s thing each day. So if I, I have certain ones that I'm trying where I'm like, okay, I want to do this this day, whatever. Certain ones I'm saving because like I want to do some that are like spooky, like Halloween, whatever. So I'm going through stuff and my mom's helping me. Like we're looking through the videos and stuff. And she goes, well, what about this movie? And I'm just like, no, nah, that came out in 2003. And then she's like, what about this one? I'm like, no, nah, that was, that was uh, 2000. No, that's 2005, whatever. And I'm like, am I right now? One or two, I was off. Maybe something was in like Oh five when I thought it was in Oh four. But again, 99% of the time I'm right. And I looked at her, I go, it's weird that I could do that. She goes, I think it's impressive. I'm like, no, nah, I think it's weird that I can just, you could just say a movie and I'm just like, oh, yeah, no, that came out in this year or what? I am legend. I see. I don't I want to say that was like, oh, eight. I think it was. Ah, you're off. It was oh, seven. Oh, see. I would. That's not that far off, though. If I had said like, oh, four, like that would be like, OK, whoa. But, you know. Well, that was I'm pretty no- close. Pretty good. Yeah. So. But like, why do I know that? <laughs> There's no reason for me to know that. I've never even seen that movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's no reason for me to know that. I don't remember my original point. I don't either. We kind of went off on a, a tangent. I did. Um, <laughs> I was, we were talking about New Yorkers and things like that. Um, oh, he actually about like an actress. You met a guy at a bar, and like, oh yeah, yeah, him. that's that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry, yeah. So we met uh, we met a guy at a bar, and he's you know we're talking about like an actress or whatever, and I was like, oh yeah, she's in this show now. It was like a one season show, whatever, and then we just got to talking with him, and yeah, we you know we'd had some drinks, whatever, and he was like, can you guys give me a ride back to? This was like before Uber was like a huge thing. He's like, can you guys maybe give me a ride back. I wasn't driving at the time. So, you know, we're like, all right, fine. My, you know, person in my family was like, yeah, all right. We gave this guy a ride. 
And then because the bar was closing down anyway, and he was like, I have some, you know, I don't remember if it was vodka, tequila, whatever it was. He was like, I got, you know, I got drinks back at the house. We can go, whatever. It was super weird because I didn't know this. Like, we did not know this man, but we went to his home. We had a drink and like I went and I used his bathroom. I come back down the stairs. The guy in my family is like yelling at this guy. Like, I don't trust you, John. Like, he's like, and he's like pulling out his phone. He goes, that is why I am locking my car and turning on my GPS, whatever. And I ended up talking to my family member maybe like two weeks later because we hadn't seen each other in a little while. I was like, yo, that we went out. You know, do you remember this? He goes, I remember bits and pieces that I told. He goes, I said, what? He's like, my phone. I can't even do that with my phone. He's like, I'm like, yeah, man, I don't know what was going on. I said, I don't know what happened while I was in the bathroom. But you guys just like start yelling at each other and shit, you know, but like. That was like one of the only times. Now, the last time I was in New York, we went out to a bar and uh, it was me and well, it was like the last bar of the night. It was me, my buddy Jake and his wife, Bree. And we're sitting there, which, you know, we're talking with the bartender and there was a guy kind of sitting next to me and I got to talk with him, whatever. And I needed to sober up because I needed to get from the bar to my car and then it, it which was in New Jersey and then drive home. So I was just kind of sitting there. I was drinking a water and I was just talking to this guy. Now, it wasn't a situation where it was like, hey, let's keep in touch. Hey, you know, whatever. It was just us talking. But it was still not as weird to me as like, hey, random new friends come to my apartment like that is weird to me again, unless because like she talks about it in this thing about, you know, like. People, you know, going on a first date and sleeping together, whatever. That's, you know, that's neither here nor there. But to me, that is like, like, I don't want to say the acceptable thing, but like, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, it sounds weird, but like, you, I would think you're more inclined to bring a potential mm, romantic partner. That's not even the best way to say that. Uh, you know, a potential uh, bed buddy. But that don't I wouldn't say it like that either. Oh, that was just I made myself cringe with that one. Um, <laughs> that's fucking, oh god, that's the new T-shirts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. As opposed to random friends, like it took it took a quite a while for me and you to be like, yeah, let's hang out at each other's houses. You know what I mean? It took a while for me and Zach for like for Zach to invite me over to like watch wrestling or or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it, I, I feel like it takes a little bit more to be like, yeah, like we'll hang out at work. We could go out after work. We could even meet on days when we're not working or whatever. But for you to come over to my house, like that's a step in this friendship, <laughs> you know? And again, maybe it's a New York thing or a big city thing. And it's just that was just like not something that I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a it's a city thing. It's definitely a city thing. Trust I, me. I don't uh, I don't have a whole well, lot more to say about this episode. Again, I think. I think it was I think it was good. I think it was fine. I think it was a very good first episode. It definitely, like I said, had some things 
uh, leading into it for me that made me more inclined. Like, what do they what do they call it? Like a handicap, right? Uh-huh. Like in like in golf and things like that, you know, where it's like, hey, I know you, you know, I don't I don't play as well, so you know, automatic. It's like a head start, basically. You know what I mean? Like, I'm you you get to start 20 steps ahead of me in the race because of whatever reason this, this had a head start in the fact of the cast and the connections and things like that. So, but without that, it was fine. It wasn't great. It was fine with those things. It was good. It was very good. Obviously I'll continue watching it. But really, based off of the first episode, those are those are pretty much all of my thoughts. I can dig it. Wait till you see episode two and then onward. I think it'll be like a, a better experience. And I, I mean, I hope that's the case. Knowing the the little little bits, which again, I've tried to keep myself away from some spoilers, some things I do know. Um, I have uh, I, I have high hopes for it. Um so I am excited to see where it goes. Um, but again, it's just like anything else. It's the first episode and I've never been one to believe that you can judge anything based off of just the first. Cause I think even when you and I, you and me and, and Relic did the, uh, the animated thing, I think I was like, Hey, give me like shows. And I watched the first two episodes. I want to say, because I didn't want to base anything off of just the first episode. True. Very, very true. There's, there's an anime I have in mind that like I was the, one of the kids had on today and I was like, I think I won't have Paul try this. I think he'd enjoy it. I mean, we, uh, you, I'm not unwilling. I just got to find the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> that too. Um. So all of that being said, I would rate how I met your father episode one as a B. Okay. I, I can respect that. That would be my, that now with, with, if taking away all of those, those caveats and head starts and things, it would probably be a C understandable that's just that's just my opinion but that's again just the first episode what have you um i can't ask you to rate it because it would not be objective because you have seen more um but that that is my personal opinion did you have anything else you wanted to say about the first episode of how i met your father no i think we covered it well um i'm eager to see like your reactions as this as the series progress like i said i'm gonna binge it again tonight so like I have like a refresher, but I can't wait to see like it unfold for you and like the next season to start. I am. I am very excited as well. Um, until then, till the next time we talk, whether it be about how I met your father or, you know, just talk in general on, here on Paul and all where uh, James, Jim, Jamerson, where can they find you all across the Internet? You can find me on TikTok, Jamerson four nine six, Twitch, uh, Black B L K B A S T twenty nine, uh, Facebook and Instagram, Jamerson Taylor. Maybe it's maybe it's just because I'm big into like 
having everything be relatively the same. I think you need to. I, I, I'm surprised you haven't changed the Twitch handle yet. That's my gamer tag. I can't. I guess. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JPGRB. Since I did say it earlier, uh, my TikTok, because uh, apparently my last well, the the clock shelves one got banned. Believe it or not. Um, That's really shocking, actually. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you why off mic. Uh, it was it was a ridiculous reason. It was not anything like it was. I was falsely accused of something, and I tried to fight it, and they were like, "Nope, permanently banned. No warning. No nothing. Permanently banned." Um. So, uh, yeah. But on TikTok, uh, it's JPGRB ninety. That's nine zero. Um. And again, Twitter and Instagram, JPGRB. Uh, you can find more about us. The two of us, uh, Clock Shelves on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's C-L-O-C-K-S-H-E-L-V-E-S. As I said, we did talk about How I Met Your Dad, the uh, failed pilot, which I think when we talked about that, we kind of said like as uh, as a potential first episode, it, you know, it had potential, things like that. We would have liked to see sort of where it well, went. It. And, yeah, but it again, as like just a standalone thing, it wasn't, I mean, you could hear us talk about it. I. It, it didn't blow me away, you know, um, but you could hear about that over on content club. That's patreon.com slash clock shelves, C-L-O-C-K-S-H-E-L-V-E-S. Um, so uh, we do talk about that uh, behind the paywall there over at content club. Um, and of course, uh, other shows that we do uh such as Buffy verse and converse, which we talked about many times. We are uh, trying to get that off the ground. We did do season one, which James was on most of those episodes uh, similar to this, except the dynamic has changed. I have watched all of Buffy multiple times. He has never seen Buffy at all. And I believe it or not actually got him to not binge the episodes. He watched it episode by episode and complained the entire time, but you can hear his reactions uh, fresh for each episode or most of the episodes, I should say, of season one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer as we celebrate 25 years of that uh, series. So that is everything that I can think of to promote at the end of this. Did you have any final thoughts before we uh, get out of here? Uh, no, that's all. All right, so that's right. He is James, I am Paul, and that is all.